And just who do you think you are? John the Baptist was out at the Jordan River baptizing people. And remember that his was a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Here was a man down at the Jordan River calling people to repentance and proclaiming how they might find forgiveness in the eyes of God. And so the Levites and the priests come, and it's not a neutral question they ask. Say, uh, I'm a journalist from the Jerusalem Times, and I just want to know who you are. That's not it. These were inquisitors, investigators, and they wanted to know who John the Baptist thought he was. Who made him king? Where does he get off telling people where to find forgiveness? Where does he get off telling people how they ought to live? Of course, his response is, no one. Well, are you Elijah the prophet who's supposed to come back? No. Are you the Christ? Then you would have the authority. Of course, if you said the Christ, you were the Christ, we would also kill you. But then you might have the authority to tell us how to live. No, I'm not the Christ. So who are you? Nothing more than a voice. A voice in the wilderness making the path straight for the coming one. But we have to give an answer. Who do you think you are doing all this preaching and baptizing? No one. I'm just somebody who points to one who's greater than I. And yet, even as John confesses, even as he testifies, in the back of our ears, we hear that question echoing, who do you think you are? And maybe that question echoes in the back of your mind for a different reason. Have you ever asked that question of somebody? A John the Baptist who comes to you and is a fellow Christian, a brother or sister in Christ who loves you and wants the best for you, says to you, I'm not sure that's the way Christians ought to live. Who calls you on your sin. We don't like this. We don't like to be called on our sin. We don't like to be held accountable. Yet it's very clear from God's word that He does that to us. He sends others to us. Jesus says in Matthew, if your brother sins against you, go and talk to him. If he listens, then you've gained a brother. And yes, Jesus is talking to you there, but you might just as well be the brother that somebody else went to. Galatians says, Those of you who are spiritual should restore those who've fallen into sin. And you could just as easily be the one who's fallen into sin as the one who is spiritual. Why does God send us people to do this? Why does God call other Christians to come and tell us when we've fallen into sin? The short answer is because you and I are experts at self-deception. Let me repeat that. You're really good at lying to yourself, justifying your actions. Well, she deserved it. Well, he started it. Well, it won't hurt this once. 
Well, but it can't really hurt anybody. Yeah, you and I are very good at lying to ourselves. And because of that, God has sent us little John the Baptists, brothers and sisters in Christ, who call us to repentance. And how do we often respond? Who do you think you are? Who died and made you king? Where do you get off telling me how to live? And so we end up on the other side of John the Baptist with the Levites, the priests, and the Pharisees. Do you know anybody like that? Anybody who gets defensive when you point out their sins? You name three or four people? I can. And that's one more sign that I'm really good at self-deception. I'll blame it on somebody else. Well, that person needs to have a John the Baptist, but I don't. Yes, I do too, and so do you. Part of our Lenten discipline, part of repentance, is not just me and Jesus, and maybe eventually I'll figure out what's going right. Part of our Lenten discipline is listening to the brother or sister who calls us to heed God's word, to follow God's law, and to turn again to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Because in the end, who do you think you are? Where do you get off telling me how to live? We as Christians respond as John did. Me? I'm nothing. I don't come to you and point out your sin because I think I'm better than you. In fact, I'm pretty convinced I'm worse than you. I don't get off telling you how to live because I think I'm so wise, but because God has given us a word. And this word is, this is how Christians live. And his word is that nobody died and made me king, but the king himself is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The King himself is the Lamb of God who takes this sin away. Christ died for this sin and wants you not to choose the sin over Christ, but to return to the Christ who gave his life for you. So just who do you think you are telling me how to live? Where do you get off telling me what I've done wrong when you are not so perfect yourself? Those are the words of pride, of defensiveness, words that drive you away from your forgiveness. And so come again to John, to the waters of your own baptism, and to the Lamb of God, whom John pointed out to the one who takes away the sin of the world. And sometimes out of love for you, even points your sin out through a fellow brother or sister in Christ so that you too can enjoy his forgiveness. In the name of Jesus, amen.